With Long Island local news on February 9th, 2023, I'm Gianna Volpe on WLIWFM. Amid conflicting reports of another attempted cyber incursion on Suffolk County systems in January, some public officials are raising questions about the levels of secrecy that have characterized the Balone administration's response from the early days of the initial September 8th cyber attack. Last month, Newsday received reports from three county employees, including two public officials, of an alert about a hacker exploit known as Golden Ticket on county systems. Quote, I've seen what what appears to be direct evidence of two Golden Ticket attacks, said Suffolk County Comptroller John Kennedy, who said he was told the exploit was picked up by a piece of software known as Tenable and not the county's firewall. Suffolk County spokesperson Mary Kate Gilfoyle on January 24th issued a statement to Newsday that appeared to deny what officials had been told. Quote, we can confirm that there were no attempted cyber there was no attempted cyber breach by a golden ticket hack earlier this month, she wrote on January 24th. For reference, the county's security measures block hundreds of different types of possible suspicious activities on a daily basis and tens of thousands on a monthly basis. However, after initially downplaying this attempted January cyber incursion on county systems, officials acknowledged an an alert had been triggered. Mark Harrington reports on Newsday.com that while none of the reports of a cyber alert in January suggests data was encrypted nor stolen or that any Alert was on the order of the September 8th attack that continues to impact online county services. The matter reflects both the heightened cautiousness that has characterized the county response and the frustration of other officials who continue to be impacted by it. Some officials say the Bologna administration's citing of the threat of bad actors to shut down all discussion of the cyber attack may have been overstated. In other news, MTA officials said yesterday that the Long Island Railroad will begin full service to its new Grand Central Madison station on Monday, February 27th, adding 271 trains to its schedule, but also potentially inconveniencing some Penn Station and Brooklyn riders. Alfonso A. Castillo reports on Newsday.com that the LIRR on Wednesday published its full schedule for the service, which will come about a month after Uh, The railroad began serving the 700,000-square-foot station on Manhattan's east side with shuttle service. MTA Authority Chairperson Jano Lieber called the plan to launch transformational for Long Island. The MTA chairperson noted that LIRR commuters will see the largest service increase in the railroad's history and also more opportunities for reverse commuters traveling to and from jobs on Long Island during the rush hour. But not all LIRR riders stand to benefit from the overhauled schedule that comes with the new service. The 41% increase in service that the MTA has touted is compared to current schedules, which include fewer trains than before the COVID pandemic. The service increases also include trains making additional stops in Queens and a new Atlantic Terminal shuttle train from Jamaica that replaces most direct trains between stations on Long Island and in Brooklyn. The schedule also includes fewer morning rush hour trains to Penn Station. Rush hour schedules will alternate between trains bound for Penn Station and those bound for Grand Central. 
Schedule changes have been particularly derided by commuters on the Port Washington line, which is not routed through Jamaica. Commuters on that line are also losing some express trains to and from Penn, lengthening their commutes. And finally, tune in this evening at 7 p.m. here on WLIWFM 88.3 throughout eastern Long Island 96.9 FM in central and western Suffolk County, where we'll be airing a new episode of WLIWFM In Conversation focused on Ma's House in the Shinnecock Nation. Jeremy Dennis is an indigenous artist and founder of Ma's House, an art studio for BIPOC artists on Shinnecock land. Hunter Begun is director and production at Ma's House, as well as an indigenous artist and host of the Ma's House podcast. They will join our general manager, Diane Michelli, in the WLIWFM studio for a compelling conversation about how Ma's House came to be, what they're currently doing for the community, and what they envision for the organization's future. Jeremy touches on the importance of having a space specifically for BIPOC artists to create, especially in our region, and Hunter outlines some of what the Ma's House podcast holds. Again, 88.3 FM on eastern Long Island, 96.9 in central and western Suffolk County, live streaming at WLIW.org slash radio, radio streaming apps, or you can always ask your smart speaker to play WLIWFM or catch up later at WLIW.org slash radio or on your favorite podcast platform. Reading the weather in Center Mariches in honor of our next guest, Frank King B. Latour, joining us for the Hot Sounds segment, underwritten by William Risk Gallery. Looking like a cloudy Thursday with a high near 52 degrees, south wind 5 to 11 miles per hour. Tonight, a 50% chance of showers mainly before midnight, otherwise mostly cloudy with a low around 47 degrees. Southwest wind around 17 miles per hour, gusts as high as 30 Right now, it's 37 degrees. We've got the uh, pirate edition of the heart running through. This is Jack Johnson, uh, Dave Matthews, and Tim Reynolds' cover of A Pirate Looks at 40. Uh, Bob Dylan on deck after that, and then we'll probably get things going with Frank here in the WLIWFM studio. I'm Gianna Volpe, and you, whoever you are out there, you're awesome. And you're listening to Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. Mother, mother, ocean, life. Wanted to sail upon your walls Since I was three feet tall Cause you've seen it all You've seen it all Watch the man who rode you Switch from sails to steam And in your belly treasures a few have ever seen most of them dreams most of them dreams 
Yes, I am a pirate A few hundred years too late The cannons don't thunder There's nothing to plunder I'm an under 40 victim of fate Arriving too late Arriving too late I've done a bit of smuggling I've run my share of weed I've made enough money To buy Miami And I pissed it away so fast It's never meant to last It's never meant to last on the wall Say it to me If you got something to confess I heard all about it He was going down slow I heard it all The wireless radio From down in the blue dogs Way down in I'm searching for love, for inspiration. On that pirate radio station, coming out of Luxembourg and Budapest. Radio signal, clear as can be. I'm so deep in love. That I can hardly see Down in the flatlands Way down in Key West Key West is the place to be If you're looking for immortality Stay on the road Follow the highway sign Key 
newest is fine and fair. If you lost your mind, you'll find it there. Key West is on the horizon line. I was born on the wrong side of the railroad track. Like Ginsburg, Corso, and Kelly. Like a Louie and Jimmy and Buddy and all the rest. Well, it might not be the thing to do, but I'm sticking with you through and through. Down in the flatland, way down in Key West, I got both my feet. Landed square on the ground, got my right hand high with the thumb down. Such is life, such is a happiness. Hibiscus flowers, they grow everywhere here. If you wear one, put it behind your ear. Down on the bottom, way down in Key West. Key West is the place to go. Down by the Gulf of Mexico, beyond the sea, beyond the shifting sand. Key West is the gateway key to innocence and purity. Key West. Key West is the enchanted land. I've never lived in the land of Oz. Oh, wasted my time with an unworthy cause. It's hot down here, and you can't be overdressed. Tiny blossom. Of a toxic plant, they can make you dizzy. Like I help you, but I can't. Down in the flatlands, way down in Key West, where the fishtail ponds and the orchid trees, they can give you that bleeding heart disease. People tell me I ought to try a little tenderness. Amelia Street, Bayview Park, walking in the shadows after dark, down under, way down in Key. I play gumbo limbo spirituals. I know all the Hindu rituals. People tell me that I'm truly blessed. Bougainvillea blooming in the summer and the spring. Winter here. Is an unknown thing. 
Down in the flat lands Way down in the Key West Key West is under the sun Under the radar, under the gun You stay to the left And then you lean to the right Feel the sunlight on your skin And the healing virtues of the wind Key West, Key West is the land of light Wherever I travel, wherever I roam I'm not that far from the convent home I do what I think is right What I think is best Mystery Street Off of Mallory Square Truman had his White House there Eastbound, westbound Way down in Key West Twelve years old They put me in a suit Forced me to marry a prostitute There were gold fringes on her wedding dress That's my story But not where it ends She's still cute And we're still friends Down on the bottom Way down in Key West I play both sides Against the middle Trying to pick up that pirate radio signal I heard the news I heard your last request Fly around my pretty little miss I don't love nobody Give me a kiss Out on the bottom Way down in Key West Key West is the place to be If you're looking for immortality Key West is paradise divine Key West It's fine and fair If you lost your mind You'll find it there Key West is On the horizon line Take it A little Dylan for ya Philosopher, pirate Anytime I hear about pirate radio stations I always think of Kyle Craddeville Uh, doing a pirate radio station on the roof of the RIV building in downtown Riverhead. Um, Hopping over Jesse Rice and Ricky Lee Jones. Actually, the next time you hear music, it's going to be Frank King B. Latour or Frank Latour and the King Bees. Uh, Frank is in the studio with us this morning for the Hot Sounds segment underwritten by William Risk Gallery. Good morning, Frank. Good morning. It is so wonderful to have you in the studio. It's wonderful to be anywhere. <laughs> you know what? It's true. 
Isn't that the truth? Yes. You know, all right, so you are legendary bluesmen in our space right now, and that's exactly what uh, the next Folky Fest edition is all about. Uh, one of my favorite things is the slide. Uh, are you going to be playing guitar? I, I, I know you as a harmonica player, right? Yeah, I'll be playing guitar, harmonica, and, and vocals. Nice. All right, so speaking of Bob Dylan, all right, so so let's talk about uh, when you got to know the slide as a uh, a musician uh, days days before now, years before now. I was a late bloomer with the guitar. I picked it up at uh, 48 years old. Stop, I love that. So um, that was from lack of guitar players in the band. You were like, I got to do something. Well, I had to keep the band going. And um, a lot of the original stuff that I wrote um, or that I'd, I'd make up, I'd started noodling on guitar, but I was holding it wrong. I never really knew how to hold it. Did Carrie help you out? No. Who was, who, like... Nobody. You just learned yourself. Yeah. That's a really cool thing. You know, I got pointers from people, but I, I learned you... the fingering all different. So there was nothing they could, same thing with the harmonica. I, I play it upside down in the wrong way. And it's the way. He's the Jimi Hendrix of the harmonica. I don't know. I don't know about all that, but I just learned it and picked it up the wrong way. That's cool. I love that story. You're yeah. not left-handed too, are you? I am now. Because I was <laughs> no, going to say. No, the guitar kind of made me left-handed. It used to be nothing. Interesting. It used to just be a hand that helped the other hand, but now... Um, I could actually articulate my left hand really well from, from playing from the guitar. Just from yeah. practicing. Yep. It, being a left-handed person, I can r apparently read backward and upside down better. I guess it's the way the brain works. Well, I'm naturally a righty. Okay. You know, and I do my paintings and, and, and... I didn't know you painted, Frank. That's what I do for a living. Do you really? Yeah. Tell me everything. Tell, Tell me more. Everything. Well, I've been an artist for... Over 50 years. Um, I recently took on, I'm, I'm retired now, and uh, I recently took on tattooing. Be cool. Because I reinvent myself like every like seven years, it seems. Well, that's, now that is a good thing, though, because I, I think one of, one of my favorite things that I saw uh, through the years of just watching random videos I believe it was one that was saying that we have several lifetimes, that it takes, I think it was seven years to quote unquote or unquote master something. And so you can have many lifetimes within this one life we get if you're lucky enough to, to get to a, a certain age. And I love that you have done that or continue to do live that way. Well, I'm going to be 69 in July, and I've reinvented myself many, many times. Um, I never really got stuck on any one thing because my interests vary, but they all—they've always been in the arts or music or culinary or, or, you know, something. Oh, so, now we got to talk a little bit more about food. Oh, there you go. So, what talk about how uh, your culinary adventures? I'm a graduate of CIA. Are you really? Yeah. I, <laughs> but I'm too old to be a chef anymore. I've done, 
You know, that, I could do house parties and things like that, but to, can't be on my feet anymore for the, for that long on, you know, like in a, behind You a, can do like a, a dinner party or something, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. How cool. I love to cook. I've, I love to... Love well, the paint, love the see, cook, now I'm like, music. now I'm like imagining like a full service like party thing where it's like you make the food and then, then after as they're eating, then you come out with your guitar and your harmonica and you play and you, and you host like a a painting workshop. Yeah, I'm trying to get a little uh, an organ grinder monkey so he can right. go out and and get the tips. You know, I don't know. It's kind of weird uh, doing all different things, but that's just been my life. That's been your Always, life. Always, yeah. Yeah. I ran into an old student of mine from 30 years ago, art student. And um, he has a very successful uh, tattoo shop. So I happened to be doing a, teaching a library class, a acrylic painting class down the block. So I passed his place, and I was like, oh, that's, that's Steve's place. So I pulled in, and we started talking. And uh, he said, why, don't, why didn't you ever pick up a tattoo gun? I, says, I said, I don't know. I never thought about it and we talked about it and I went through an apprenticeship. I'm still going through an apprenticeship by him. And I did my second tattoo yesterday. Oh my goodness, congratulations. And I loved it. I am loving that not only for you, but I'm already like, you know, maybe one day uh, I'll get another tattoo and maybe it'll be uh, by uh, the King Bee. There, you, you, never, you never know. It's far It's far from you. I, I work in uh, Northport. Uh, okay. But uh, I live in Mastic uh, okay. Beach, but um, his shop is in Northport, so it's like a half hour west of me, and you're a half. It's like an hour. How are how are things going in Mastic? I have to imagine that uh, things will be changing there, if not already. It's weird. I, you know, I grew up in Comac, um, mm-hmm. and uh, Mastic Beach was just the place I drove through to go to Smith Point Beach. Mm-hmm. I was living in Carolina. And my mom got sick up here, and um, I came up here to to tend to you know family stuff, and I, I had a big dog, and a Harley, and a Jeep, you know, and I couldn't. Uh, she was li- uh, living in like a retirement community, and uh, I couldn't find an apartment. You had to have like, a dog like twenty pounds or less. That I mean, that'll paint you into a corner having a having a dog of uh, any size. Yeah, I had. He was like hundred and ten pounds. That's. So, um, a massive pop. so I bought this little house. Uh, I got a hold of a friend, gave me a realtor's number. I called her and I got this little house. I didn't know anything about Mastic Beach. It's been going through a lot of changes. The, the um, they just built a library and uh, all these other things that are, are going on. And good stuff. And the town is, you know, the it's kind, it's kind of a kind of a weird place, but it, it's good for me. My daughter's. I would say that Austin. there's probably a lot of great opportunity. And if you are just wary about the floodplains and where they're moving, because like where uh, places used to flood are not necessarily where they're going to be flooding as because I hear things are changing. But I don't know if that's necessarily the case out here as much as other places. Well, when I first got uh, first got the the house, uh, we got hit with we got hit with Sandy like a year oh, later shoot. or whatever it was, yeah. and the water didn't get you know Good. didn't get to me, but you know blocks down, you know the, that's too bad. You know, they they you know they got people got hit. Uh, yeah, but that happened. I mean, Long every, Island everywhere. was Long Island was devastated, yeah. and so so were a lot of other places like yeah. New Jersey. 
you know, the, this place, it had a, it's got a very large uh, yard fenced in. It had a separate garage for my toys <laughs> and a little house for me because As I, you I, mentioned, you, know, I, you, you've got, you have a very full life. You know, a... <laughs> there's so many, there's so many, cause, and, and when I think about it, being someone that's not as varied as you, but somewhat varied at dabbling and, or at least knowing people in all of these, there, there's a, a community attached to every one of the things that you mentioned, including each one of your toys. Yeah. There's Jeep people. There's Harley people. There's you know, everything. There's everything, everything people. people. I just uh, recently joined a, a group of guys. They're called the Cavemen, and I'm going to say hi to you guys out there. Hey, Cavemen, what's and up? And they give you like an Indian name after you get initiated. It's oh, like you a, have like a special. It's a neat little group of guys. They well, everybody has like a name. Okay, what's um, the, are you allowed to share yours, or is it just no, for? They called me Many Feathers <laughs> <laughs> because uh, you know because because you know, they say what do you do, and it's like okay. I do a little bit of a... I, I do this, and I, I know how to do that. I always that like to say, to uh, jack of all trades, master of some. Yeah, well, I, I've heard that all my life, master of none. None, but but, but I like I to say I try to prove some. them wrong the best I could with, yeah. with hey. all those. Huh? All right, so now let's let's talk a little bit about, about the slide, because Slip Slide in a Way yeah. is the uh, next Folky Fest installation this Saturday, 2 to 5, at the Center Merch's Community Center. You can go to... MarichasCommunityCenter.org for tickets. It's going to be Frank. It's going to be Carrie Carney. It's going to be Rob Europe. It's going to be Shecky. You know him as Tommy Davis growing yes, up. Yes, yes. And uh, Kane Daly. Tell us a little bit about Tommy because I, I don't know if I've had him on yet. Maybe once, actually. He's a brilliant painter also, but he uh, he, he hasn't painted as of, as of recent. I, I remember him from high Painting school. From high time. school. I think he was a year older than me. And he used to do outstanding, you know, these oil. He inspire paintings. you a little bit to become an, uh, to paint. I get inspiration. Yes, he did. I I get inspiration from from everything. I I get inspiration walking down the street over here. I mean, I he, just got inspired. I think I saw Rory Kelly just walk by the studio, and uh, there's there's another person that inspires me. Very cool. Okay, cool. So keep going. Um. As long as we're here, and if you wake up and the, you open your eyes and it's lighter than when you went to sleep, I mean, there's, Amen. there's a chance for you to learn something new. That's what it's and, all about. And the more stuff you learn in this life, if there is another life, you'll be more prepared. Maybe you'll, you know, more prepared for the next one. Yeah, you never, you do never know what's coming on. I another video I saw. It was, I think it was called the Kenny's Rule, and it was this guy. I think he says he takes like a mini adventure once every other month. I think it is, and it, it amounts to you know hundreds of things. And he and he makes sure that he does something that he wouldn't normally do, like take a cooking class or 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 uh, hike a mountain or something. Uh, I hope we inspire folks to get out uh, outside their comfort zone. And explore something new. I think it's important. I've become I've become a complacent, I guess, uh, now that I'm getting older. But I still um, I still push myself uh, to to do things. A lot of times, you know, people say, "Oh, come here," you know, everybody's going here, and I'm like, "Nah, we'll go to this jam session." And I I don't I don't go to those things very rarely, but the times that I do. Um, 
You always make some type of a connection or some fragment of it leads you down another another road. I'm all about it. So it's uh it's kind of cool. Now I uh, I don't I still don't go to every every little thing because there's a million things to do, especially <laughs> right. when you when you know when you know when you your interests are, are very you know like the widespread. Yeah, there's like even more things to to do. And but I'm starting to uh, battle that and make sure that I get out there and do and do more things. I'm glad to hear that. And and you know, if you don't have something already going on this Saturday, this is exactly one of those experiences. A Sunday. This is it Sunday. It's Super Bowl Sunday, but it's before Super Bowl. Everybody. Oh, I thought it was Saturday. No, Sunday. <gasps> so then I might actually be able to come. Well, that would be cool. Because Saturday, I've got to go to the opening of East End Collected right here in Southampton Village at the Southampton Arts Center. All right, so my weekend is set. Sunday, Center Marich's Community Center. Again, marich'scommunitycenter.org for tickets, although I think you probably can get them at the door as well. You can get them at the door as well. I think if you get advanced tickets, they're like 10 bucks, and at the door, they're going to be 15 bucks. But the lineup... I'm, I'm oh not saying gosh. I'm not saying me. As far as the slide players, they they got four of the Long Island's best slide best, players. Yes, yeah, amen. That's not my forte. Uh, but it's going to be cool to you know, see more, you playing more, slide. More fluid on. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, but um, you know, they asked me to do it, so I said, oh, yeah, okay, I'll, uh, you know, I'll do it. But the other guys are. It's a great lineup. I mean, for 15 bucks to see Kerry those, Carney, those four, yes, those right. four guys, okay. Rob, Shecky, Kane. Yeah, solo, uh, you know, it's like solo performances. I'm not much of a solo artist. I was picked twice to represent Long Island as a solo artist. Down, uh, down in Memphis? Down in Memphis, yeah. I've been there. For, you got to you gotta talk a little bit about your experiences. I've only been down there once for it. I've been there five times. I've been there to represent Long Island five that's, times. That's a fun, fun, it's a party. Oh, it's great. It's great, yeah. And, you get uh, you get to hang out at all of the blues bars, and yeah. I mean, you know, for me, Memphis is where it's. I N- Nashville was cool, but I really dug as far as the music and the food. Uh, for me, Memphis was where it's at. If you like barbecue, that's it. Central yeah. barbecue, yeah, but, and um, blues, and blues, yes. Um, and you went as a solo artist. I went twice as a solo, once as a duo with Carrie. Oh, cool. And, and twice with my electric band, uh, uh, the King Bees. Did you guys bring it home with you and Carrie or with the King Bees? No, we didn't. That's we, too bad. I've got I, I've gotten very close a couple of times. Yeah. But it's the, tough. The There's people a lot of there, talent, man. Yeah, yeah. And being from Long Island, I remember one year I went, um, uh, I went as a solo. And, um, you know, the, you're playing in front of people with pencils, you know, like, scoring you you know and you're in a club and then there's a lot of people in the the different clubs and um there was a woman judge there and uh, you you get the uh reports back and you get like one to ten like rating and then they make notes you know about you and uh i was getting eights and tens and nines you know good numbers yeah and i got a, a four from this this particular, well, they, you, you can't tell what judge it is. Oh, so we went to. Uh, so I said, okay, well, whatever. So I went to um, an event that night, and 
the judge, the female judge, and a bunch of the other judges were there. And she comes over to me and she goes, um, "Oh, you're that, you're that guy from New York." I wonder if it's the same judge that I that uh, Rob had a something with when we went down the first time. But I think she she said something kind of tough in person, but I think she did rate him highly. I wonder if it's the same I one. I don't know. I got a four. <laughs> but what did this what did this person say to you? So she said, um, Oh, you're that you're that guy from New York. I says, Yeah, I'm from New York. She goes, Well what do you know about the blues anyway? Oh no. I says, Have you ever been to New York? And she says, No. I says, Well if you ever went there around Christmas time and you tried to get a parking spot at the mall, <laughs> you would know what the blues are. <laughs> <laughs> and she looked That's at me really, like I had ten heads, well, yeah. you know, like like we're all you, up, we're you, all up you really, here. You really kind of proved her point from her perspective, yeah. probably. We're all but up here is, eating lobster, you know, every day. It's and, really, it's really funny. It's it is. So, that's I mean, I, I know about the the parking lot blues for sure. That sounds like a great a great track. Well, I didn't know what to you know what to say. Yeah, I'm the guy from New York. You know what yeah. do you want me to do? Yeah. I grew up until I was ten in Kansas City, Missouri. Did you really? Yes, I did. And then I went to high school, you know, school and high school after that in in Comac, uh, New York. Talk about great barbecue and, and oh, blues. Yeah. I know, I know. People that lead at a barbecue place here and they're like, "Oh, this is the best barbecue in the world," and I'm like, "Not," yeah. <laughs> you know. The, I like I I like I love me and and get, congratulations to the Chiefs. They're coming. They're going to the Super Bowl again. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, I mean. Uh, I was engaged to someone from Kansas City. I love. Kansas I, I City went to was, I went to college really cool. in Columbia, right between Kansas City and St. Louis, mm-hmm. and so you had both. Of the, and the, and uh, my heart always went to Kansas City. That's like people are cool there. It's laid back. It's St. St. Louis people are cool too, but I just that was where I I. Uh, if I really, you made me pick, I really enjoyed my. Uh, Your childhood. My childhood there, you know, it was different. When I came to Long Island, I mean, I talked like Opie. I didn't, now I talk like the Fonz because <laughs> you had to develop a persona. I went back because I was in the but, Midwest but, for like six years and I lost some of my accent, which was helpful for going into broadcasting a little bit. I get it when I go down there again. Uh, if I go d- down south uh, and I'm there for like more than two weeks, uh, it, comes it, comes back, back. it comes back to me, but... But they they here in New Yorker, and even if I'm talking like them, they're still here in New Yorker. But so, I was born in Brooklyn. They moved me to Kansas City when I was two months old, and I wow. I lived there till I was about ten. And uh, when I came to Long Island, it was a rude awakening, you know, because everybody, um, you know, moved out from Brooklyn and Queens, you know, and uh, I, gr- I grew up with a bunch of tough kids, you know, so you had to get. You know, you had to build up some some armor real quick, right? You know, so, but I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed both both uh, there and and here. And it's and it's funny when you further consider the person that was judging you as as a New Yorker when you grew up in a, a place that definitely knows their blues and barbecue. Well, well, definitely uh, made it suspicious on who gave me the four. Yeah, right. <laughs> you, you know, she, she, was, you... she was just, she didn't like New Yorkers at all. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah, it is too bad. Yeah. Uh, you know, and we do know quite just... a bit about the blues. I mean, if you, and if you want to, if you are suspicious 
of what do New Yorkers know about the blues, geez, check out this show this Sunday at the Marichis Community Center. I'm gonna play I'm gonna play a track off this record. What do you want me to play? Louisiana Reed? Uh sure. Well there's a there's one called Up From Here. I think oh, that's the first one. I think it's the first track, yeah. All right, we'll play it right that, here. This is that pertains to what you know, what's going on now. So All right, Frank Latour and the King Bees right here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station. W-L-I-W-F-M, the Hot Sounds segment, underwritten by William Riss Gallery. We will be back.
Frank Latour and the King Bees up from here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. Ten minutes, nine minutes before the NPR news break at the top of the hour. In the end of this pirate edition of The Heart, I am taking a stag's leap across the playlist. I'm going to play, ooh, Annie and the Beekeepers. This is Pirate's Life from the Squid Hell Sessions of 2009. Uh, David Byrne on deck after that from the Grown Backwards record. Uh, And then we'll see what else we got time for before uh, the end of the Pirate Edition of the Heart. Big, deep bow to our guests this morning, Nico Patton and Frank Latour. I'm Gianna Volpe. Uh, Also, big thanks to our underwriters, William Risk Gallery, and all of you listener supporters of Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. Brought up deck from the bottom Just so everyone else, everyone else can see me Scrape my knuckles, going overboard sand
Get to squeeze my favorite pirate track in there, leading you into the NPR news break uh, at the top of the hour with David Byrne, a little solo David Pirates from his grown backwards record of 2004. I'm Gianna Volpe, and you, whoever you are out there, you're awesome. You just heard the pirate edition of The Heart of the East End on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, Frank Latore. I was leading. I was leaving out uh, the last accent at the bottom of his name before, but so great to get to know him a little bit better right here in the WLIWFM studio in Southampton, New York. Stay tuned. Distant caller, a quiet night, like staring at the ceiling. My sleepy eyes, you smell so nice. It's such a funny feeling Got no idea what time it is Delightfully confusing The trees outside The morning light Arrives like pirates on parade Surprise, it's pirates on parade A ray of light between the blinds I lie there in a stew Life 
store. 